Hello everyone, this is Nathaniel Goodman, your Biggie Broadcast host, landing here at the Biggie Studio at Pleasanton High School for another episode of our PHS podcast. As we continue with the theme of our podcast, which is what makes PHS great, we'll be hearing from the perspective of present and past business professionals of America. Our guests today include senior Ashlyn Vera and an alumni from the class of 2015, JC Yamas. Let's hear what they have to say. First up is Ashlyn Vera, class of 2022. Well, I'd like to thank you for giving us a moment of your time coming on the show, things like that. For the people who are listening right now who don't really know what uh, BPA is, um, how would you describe it to them? Um, BPA is an organization for students pursuing careers in business management, information technology, finance, office administration, health administration, and other related career fields. However, even if you don't plan on pursuing those careers, you can still be a part of BPA. BPA strives to enhance student participation in professional, civic, service, and social activities. Members participate in activities to accomplish its goals of self-improvement, leadership development, professionalism, community service, career development, and public relations. Members are given the opportunity to compete in business-related events at the regional, state, and national level against the best of the best. Wow, okay. There's a lot more to it than I thought. All I've ever heard is what my friends say about the competitions and the popcorn. So <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They keep you busy then, huh? Yes, very busy. There's a lot to do. So you've been a member for four years now. Um, how has your experience been from when you first started your freshman year to today? It's been such a journey. I remember being in junior high and always seeing posts on Instagram about our BPA chapter, and I knew it was something I wanted to be a part of. I've had an unforgettable experience, and the character development I've made from freshman year to now is just truly incredible. Not only have I learned so much about BPA, but I've also enhanced skills such as being a leader, working in collaboration with others, and public speaking. The public speaking one sounds like it'd be especially helpful, like because again, you have to go to competitions, yes. things like that. Speaking of competitions, um, I've been told that you were a four-year a four-year state qualifier. Yes. Though she's not cooperating with me today. <laughs> so, what kind of work goes into competing in like regionals, nationals, things like that? Uh, a lot of hard work. I compete on the presentation management team with Addison Brimer and Brandy Barnett. We're all involved in um, other organizations, so time management has always been one of our biggest struggles. So when it comes to creating the project worthy of presenting at higher levels, we really have to work hard and make everyone's schedules line up. It takes months or several weeks of preparation to really get the project going. And competing at the regional level takes hard work, but competing at the state level is a completely different playing field. You're competing against the best people in your event in the whole state of Texas. Sometimes it can be super intimidating when there are competing schools who literally are high schools strictly for students who are going into business. But we all love the challenge, so it's super fun. So the presentation one, that's like presenting products or is it? We um, were given the prompt and we have to create a project. So one year we created um, nationals, like the National Leadership Conference. We had to have a layout for all that. So things such as like hotels, transportation, um, just stuff like that. Oh, it's okay. different every year. Yeah. That's really interesting, actually. It's super fun. Because, you know, you hear about that kind of stuff, especially presentation, mm -hmm. you just think slideshow. Yeah. That's everyone thinks. Yes, a lot goes into it. We have to have a slideshow. We have to have media and um, props, a lot of stuff. Um, so I heard you uh, ran for state officer uh, position as well. Uh, what was that like? Um, I didn't run for state. I ran for a regional officer. 
Um, but it was an awesome experience. Over the summer, I had the opportunity to attend a leadership camp with other regional presidents from across Texas, as well as the state officer team at the John Newcomb's Tennis Ranch. And it was a lot of fun. We, um, we did a lot of activities together. We did some high ropes courses. And really we just faced our fears against like public speaking. And Miss um, McCrell, the BPA director, she really put us on spot and it was, a, it was an unforgettable experience for sure. Heights and public speaking in the same place. No, no yeah. <laughs> Those are my two worst yeah. fears. Well, I thought the same thing too, but it got better. It's, it's a lot better. Exposure therapy kind of thing, huh? Yes. Um, so out of everything in BPA to you, what is the best part? My favorite part about BPA is having the opportunity to travel and meet new people from all over Texas. Um, some of my like most unforgettable memories would have never been possible if I wasn't part of this organization. So I'm really grateful to be a part of something that has given me so many opportunities. Yeah, so you said you travel a lot for it and stuff like that. What is, out of everywhere you've gone for BPA, what has been your favorite place that you went just personally? Um, state for me every year has been in Dallas. So I guess that I would say that's my favorite place. Dallas isn't a bad place to be, not at all. No, not at all. I have to. I go up there a lot, um, just personally. Mm -hmm. So I, I love it up there. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And plus, they actually get some semblance of seasons, not just cold and hot. Yes, like yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the more memorable events they've experienced as part of a BPA program? I would say state our freshman year. No, actually, state our sophomore year. We were presenting, and everything we had just turned off. So our computer turned off, our projector turned off. We just, we didn't know what to do. So we just kept talking and we made it work. So I think that was probably one of my um, most memorable experiences because we just kept going, like it just felt natural. We kept doing what we knew how to do. We worked with what we had and we did well, so. That must be terrifying though. You're in the middle, in front of this panel and everything and all of a sudden just. Yeah, wow. it was pretty bad, but we tried our best. And the fact that y'all were able to keep trucking through that, yeah, that's just straight impressive. Honestly, <laughs> after high school, like, what plans do you have? Are you going to be in majoring in business or anything similar like that? Um, well, I was fortunate to receive just about a full ride to Texas A&M University, so that's where I'll be attending school this upcoming fall. I plan on majoring in public health in hopes of one day becoming an anesthesiologist. Although I don't plan on majoring in business, I do plan on minoring in hospital management so that one day when I feel ready to leave the hands-on part of medicine, I can go into um, business. Well, first of all, congratulations. A full ride to someone yes. like that. <laughs> Thank you. And that's a really honorable way to go, you know, medicine, things like that. Yes. So managing a hospital sounds horrifying, though, just... Because there's so much more than... Because, like, a normal business, mm -hmm. there's, you know, a couple things you have to run that's fine. A hospital, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want to do, like, the whole hospital, but I do want to be definitely just... I want to go into administration at some right. point. Other than... You mentioned you were part of other organizations. Uh, what other organizations at the school are you a part of? Um, I play soccer on the women's soccer uh, varsity team, and I also play golf. I'm a part of Student Council, HOSA, and National Honor Society. You are busy. Holy crap. <laughs> yes, very busy. And like you said, it paid off, though, full ride almost. Yes, it's awesome. So I, I believe Miss O told you, but our podcast has a theme of what makes Pleasanton High School great. 
So for you, what is that? For me, um, the teachers, they honestly make PHS really great. Without them, um, a lot of these clubs, such as like NHS or Student Council, BPA, HOSO, it wouldn't be possible without the teachers um, to be an advisor for the students. So um, just like Miss Olivari, she's really been like an inspiring role model for me since my freshman year with BPA. She's inspired me and helped me to do a lot of things. And we've been successful so far with her help. So I'm really grateful for every teacher and most importantly, Miss Olivari. Uh, teachers here are great. And like you were saying, Miss Olivari, especially, um, she's the one who started all yes. of this. Um, and the teachers are a lot more caring too. Like they, they are, yes. Help you. You need help, or you're trying to start something. You know, they're actually helping you rather than just once you're out of their class. They're yeah, one hundred percent. They're always pushing students to be better and um, just to like venture out and take on new opportunities. Exactly, which I very much appreciate because I would not be taking the career path I am without some of the teachers here. So yes, that's awesome. Well, I'd like to thank you for giving us some of your time, coming on the show, things like that. You're welcome. All right. So. And now let's hear from J.C. Amos, class of 2015. Hello. Hi there, sir. This is Nathaniel Goodman. I'm with the uh, Biggie Broadcast here at Pleasanton High School. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too, sir. Thank you for giving us a moment of your time today, uh, giving us an interview, yeah? Yeah, no problem. What have you been up to since uh, your time here at Pleasanton High School? Yeah, so... After I graduated in 2015, I went off to UT in Austin, and I got an undergrad in accounting and then a master's in accounting as well. So I was there for five years. And then after I graduated with my master's, I got my CPA, and I started working um, for Deloitte. It's a large accounting firm up in Dallas. So I've been up here now about a year and a half. I graduated with my master's in 2020, May 2020. Well, sounds like you're doing pretty good for yourself then. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say I'm off to the right start so far. Oh yeah, absolutely. And accounting, hey, there's always going to be money and there's always going to be people who need others to handle said money, so I'm sure your job isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Definitely not. <laughs> Plenty of job security in this field. <laughs> so, the subject of our episode today is past and present Business Professionals of America members. You yourself being a member back in tw the 2012 to 2015 area, what was it like being a member of the program? Yeah, I remember it was being, it was just really fun. Um, so my brother is two years older than me, and he was also in the program from, I guess, like 2009 to tw 2013. So we had a two-year overlap or so. Um, but I joined because of him and his friends were like having so much fun doing it. So I got a couple of my buddies and we all joined. So we had a pretty big group of his grade and my grade and everyone was just friends. And, you know, we went and competed, but really it was more about just hanging out with our friends and forming bonds that have pretty much lasted until now. I mean, it lasts a lifetime. We're all still good friends with everyone in it. That we did BPA with so. So with your major in college, that um, did BPA help um, with that? Like direct you in that uh, area, or was it just something you kind of always wanted to do? I would say it helped. Um, I competed in quite a few different BPA events 
um, from economic research to more of the economy side of things to just like digital production and like using Photoshop or like different kind of like Adobe tools, uh, just like computer programs. So I kind of did a wide range of things. And then I also did just regular like speaking events. So I was able to see, I guess, a decent amount of business stuff. Um, so that's kind of what made me go into business originally. I didn't necessarily like or even think about going into accounting until later in college, but um, just initially to major in business, yeah, I would say BPA influenced that mostly. I've been told by Ms. Olivari that during your time in the BPA program, you were the state parliamentarian. What was the experience working state level like? That was also a really fun experience. Um, I was convinced by my friends at, in Pleasanton, like at our local chapter, to run for state officer. And so I did it, and it was really cool. I mean, I was able to meet people from high schools all across Texas, and it kind of paid off because a lot of those people all went to UT, and I was able to remain friends with them. Um, I would say, like, I think there's six of us on the state officer team, and I'm still in close contact with three of those. Oh, wow. So if there's four of us that are really in close contact, the fifth one I'm, like, in decent contact with. But, yeah, those, like, us four, we're, like, really good friends, friends for life. Um, I went to one of their weddings recently. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. And, I mean, we're all from all over the state of Texas. And it was a good opportunity to just get to know other BPA chapters too in high school and how they were run and kind of see and meet more people, just build a bigger network. That sounds awesome. I'm going to be honest, I'm learning some of these terms as we go, so I wasn't 100% more sure what state parliamentarian is, but that sounds, from what you're describing, like a really heavy duty title to have. And it sounds like, it, like you said, it paid off really well though. Um, like you said, networking and stuff like that, that's important, especially in business related fields and stuff like that. So, hey. Yeah, it was, I was also like, I didn't know what the state officer team was when I did it. I just ran just because, <laughs> but it was, they pretty much run the state conference. Um, they're like the, the, I guess, student version that like the student team that helps like the, executive like adults um run the state conference so they put a lot of pressure on the student team the state officers to organize and run it so that we could get good experience so it was a lot of work doing that but overall it was fun to just meet people and yeah like you said it was good to just build a network of people that i ran into in multiple years after that all through ut and college and even still to this day so Geez, so you were basically like a student advisor for like on a for the competitions is what you're saying? Just making sure I understand that right. I would say like for the organization, everyone elects like a kind of just like a leadership team. So right, I represent the state of Texas, and we are like the leadership team, and we didn't necessarily like advise students on like competition or anything, but we like would help we organize the conference, like we would organize different events for the conference like some being like the fun events like the we did like philanthropy events where we did like walks and stuff right. or 
we also organized like the opening ceremony and the closing ceremony where we did awards and it was just a more of like a leadership team and you also had the burden of organizing and setting up like the whole state conference overall right okay sounds like a lot of responsibility but it's worth it honestly it sounds like yeah it was definitely a great experience well uh speaking of competitions that you just mentioned earlier um you heard I heard that your team went to the national qualifiers and placed sixth in the entire nation. How did that feel to get to go to like California with the team and um, compete on such a massive level like that? It was pretty cool. Um, so I competed freshman year, junior year, and senior year. Sophomore year, I didn't compete um, just for other circumstances, but. Yeah, you know, after years of competing and we made it to state each year and we always fell short at state because um, you have to get top two in the state to make it to, na to nationals. Um, so I think we ended up getting second place at state that year and we were so excited to go to nationals finally. Um, the only time I had been to nationals before was my junior year when I was on the state officer team. Um, we you go just to, you know, as a leadership team to represent your state, but you don't compete. Right. Um, but yeah, senior year, being able to compete at the national level, we were super nervous, but excited to just like be able to travel out of the state with our buddy, like my friends, the people on my team were some of my best friends. So we were pretty excited about that. And I would say you do like a qualifying round and a final round. So the qualifying round, I think you had to get top 10 to move on to finals and we didn't we felt like we didn't do our best performance and somehow we like qualified for <laughs> finals i don't remember what we got but we were pretty excited um and that's when i think we relaxed a little bit because then we were like okay we've done we've made this presentation like four times now and we didn't really i don't i wouldn't say we didn't care where we placed because if i'm being honest we were trying to beat the, the team that beat us in the Texas um, <laughs> competition because we got second and the first place team was still. And so, yeah, we were just trying to beat them <laughs> and we did end up beating them. So we <laughs> yeah. were really happy about that. Yeah. But yeah, we, we didn't really, I mean, it would have been cool to win the national title, but we were just, we just did our best and we were having fun and we were happy to play sixth and beat the other team. I think they probably placed like eighth or something. Um, I don't remember exactly. Oh, that sounds satisfying, you know, one up in them like that in the end. Ooh, man. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was just, yeah, it was satisfying too that we worked for years towards it and we were finally able to qualify for nationals. So we did the same event for three different years and we always fell just short of qualifying for nationals. Oh, wow. Fruits of labor, man. Fruits of labor. Exactly. Out of everything in BPA, what was your favorite part? Favorite part? Um, I would say, hard to pick. I would say either traveling like to the state conventions, because they were either in Houston, Dallas, or San Antonio. And the years I were in, was in high school was always in Houston or Dallas. So we got to travel you know, a little further. Right. Um, and then you got to spend, I think, three days there. So that was like the most fun. Like everyone wants to get to state because you get to go spend three days in Houston or Dallas, you know, skip school, <laughs> go with your friends. 
Um, you compete for, you know, a couple hours here or there, but the rest of the days you have like either fun events that like the state officer team is putting on or like you get to explore the city or go to museums, stuff like that. So I think that was, it was up there as one of my favorite, but I would also say just the local events that we did as a chapter, whether we do like a Christmas party at someone's house or like volunteer or do fundraising events. Um, just, I think the community part of it was the most fun. Just with, you know, being able to hang out with your friends outside of school. And even though it was a school event, it was, uh, it was, we were just doing fun things. Right. Right. It sounds like <clears throat> BPA creates a really good bond between people because this year as well, everyone I've met that's in BPA, I have two or three friends in there are extremely close. So it seems that that's, is a theme of the program. Yeah, definitely. I think so. I mean, coincidentally, one of the guys I was, that was on my competition team, he's coming up to Dallas tomorrow or tonight to visit me for the weekend. And we're still like lifelong best friends. <laughs> I think a lot had to do with, you know, these just bonding experiences through competition, but not only that, just the extra time you spend outside volunteering or different events that BPA has. Right, so, right. I recommend getting involved. You said you have friends involved, so. Oh, yeah. Okay. Life-changing affected me greatly, so I'd love to see, like, the chapter grow as big as possible and more people get to experience, <laughs> even, even if it's half of what I got. But <laughs> it was awesome. So... I wanted to ask as well, um, do you have any like stories from your time, both as an Eagle and in BPA, like anything funny that kind of like comes to mind when you think about it or? I have tons of stories. I'm just like, I guess to narrow it down from when I was an Eagle or I guess BPA ones come more to mind. So one, one main one was like my freshman year, we went to state up here in Dallas and it's actually funny because I live in Dallas now and I see the ho I see the hotel or actually I work in the building that's connected to the hotel that we went to the state conference in. So like I go to the same food court that my freshman year of high school when I was like, you know, 14 or 15 years old, I was like messing around in this hotel. Just, you know, it was like me and my teammates and we're all 14, 15 year old boys just being dumb. And we would go, like, <laughs> we uh, would sneak in the hotel kitchen, and it was, like, in the basement floor, and we would go down there and just, like, talk with the chefs and stuff, and, like, we would do it. I don't know. We were just bored. We were just on our free time, and we just, like, walked all around <laughs> the hotel and, like, the city, and I think that was, like, it was pretty fun just doing stuff like that. We would do dumb stuff, like put the trash can in the elevator for no reason just in the <laughs> middle of the elevator and watch people like awkwardly stand around the trash can <laughs> we were just we were just being dumb teenagers that sounds awesome yeah but yeah it's now it's Ooh. pretty funny now that like i work pretty much in the same i work in the building across the street and the, it's connected by sky rises to the <laughs> food court so like when i was like 15 years old i was like going in the building i work in now like the Starbucks or like I was messing around in the food court so it's oh. just yeah it's just kind of funny how it all comes full circle oh yeah that, that is absolutely insane that seems like something you read in a book 
Yeah. <laughs> Small world. You never know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sneak in the kitchen. That sounds like a good time, too. I mean, I've never actually gotten to see a hotel kitchen like that. So that's got me thinking, we were, though. <laughs> we were always too scared to, like, take anything. Like, but we'd go in there and we, we there was, like, an ice cream machine, I remember. And we were always debating on getting ice cream. And we decided to be better humans than to steal. <laughs> but we wanted, we were down there. We, we weren't supposed to be down there, but, you know, we, we didn't steal anything. We wanted to, but we never did. There you go, there you go. That means now you can't get in trouble whenever Miss Oliver hears that she can't yell at you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Outside of BPA, were there any other organizations you were part of at the school? Oh, yeah. I was a, <clears throat> I was a nerd. I was a part of all of them. <laughs> um... Yeah, just for college purposes, I knew it was really difficult to get into UT. Um, so I joined quite a few right off the bat. Um, so, I mean, I was involved heavily in BPA. I was in NHS, and I was pretty involved in that. Outside of school, like the Pleasanton Leos Club. I don't know if they even still have that. It's like a volunteer organization. I was involved in that. I was involved in FFA. I did like the business competitions within FFA so that I didn't have to like do the country stuff and show <laughs> show animals or something. They have like they had like math events and my FFA teacher convinced me to join and I did that. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's I'm probably missing one or two, but I try to get involved as possible. It was for me it was so fun just being able to skip school and do these other events. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> So partly why I joined, but then also just like hanging with new people and different friends and different orgs. I mean, what's better than skipping school and the school saying it's okay? <laughs> exactly. It's an excused absence. Exactly. So for our final question, um, as you know, the theme of our podcast is what makes Pleasanton High School great. So... For you, when you were here back in 2015, what makes what made Pleasanton High School great? Yeah, this this one was, I guess, more sentimental to me when I had when I thought about this. Um, I think during my years, and like I mentioned, my brother was two years older than me. PHS made like a pretty big shift in just culture, and that had a lot to do with a lot with uh, Doctor Man. Dr. Man, when I started high school, I want to say it was my freshman year, he had just come to Pleasanton. He was uh, just a great man that changed the culture of Pleasanton and PHS forever, I feel like. Because before him, it was uh, a lot of fighting. People weren't really engaged in any kind of classes or orgs that as, as much. I mean, there were, but it just like, I don't know, it felt like the school was very like, broken apart into it and I feel like he was principal for a year or two until he got promoted to superintendent and then is Miss Guajardo still there yes she is yeah is she still principal yep yeah so yeah that's when she became principal um he like was only in principal for like maybe two years of my high school like my freshman sophomore year um and then Miss Guajardo became principal and I think the culture really shifted just having like an administration that was invested in each person and knew our names and I don't know they were just out and about in the halls they knew everyone's name and like they just created a sense of trust 
Um, and I think that's kind of what made PHS great was I, I witnessed this shift of culture from, I guess, like administrators that didn't really care as much and about the person and each individual. And then Dr. Mann came in and made that great shift. And then Ms. Corhardo came in and was, I mean, the perfect follow-up and teammate with Dr. Mann. And oh, yeah. I think it was just, that's what made PHS great. Yeah, it still does, too. The administrators are still the exact same way. Um, even um, administrators that I don't really know well, you know, just ones who happen to be around the school at the time, they know me by name, and if not, they do their best to learn. Like, it's mind-blowing to see the administrators care this much about the student body compared to what you can see in some other places. So it's definitely yeah. still the same way. Good. I'm. I'm glad. I figured. I mean, with Doctor Man at Superintendent, and and now he just recently passed, which is pretty mm -hmm. sad. But I hope that legacy in Miss Guajardo can carry that on because that's what. Yeah, just changed PHS, and I think it makes a difference in a lot of the kids' lives. Um, I mean, I was blessed with a lot of opportunity and getting to be involved and stuff. So not so much with me, but other kids, I saw that they touched their lives even more. So so. I'd love to thank you for coming on to our show, giving us a moment of your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I'd love to give back in any way I can. So. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. This is Nathaniel Goodman, your Biggie Broodcast host, taking flight from here in the Biggie studio. We're hoping you join us next month for another brutally awesome podcast. And try to stay positive out there. We know it's crazy.